Hello and welcome to Tango Romeo Lima episode 6. This is your host Ben Maddock filling in for Mitchell Winter who's off having a baby we hope. His uh, his wife's waters broke last night so that baby's uh, coming along anytime soon. I'm here with Tyson Brass standing in for Ben Maddock. How you going Tyson? Yeah, well, I'm not standing in for you because you're still here but yeah, thanks for having me. Mate, you might uh, you might take my spot in the show if, uh, if you're doing pretty well here. A bit better than last week hopefully. Yeah, well all I can do is be better so we'll just go from there and see how we go. We actually had a uh, record low numbers last week on your show so I thought we were going to boost those numbers throwing that Tyson Ruff name around but man what happened um I just think um I'm disliked (laughs) so that's all I can really put it down to look I'm sorry everyone um I'm going to be on this one for the whole time so if you want to save yourself and turn off now do so but you're going to miss probably one of the best shows we've had what a few good segments coming up of course we've got our immortal battle our region and focus mate we're going to be talking about attacking players for TRL uh you're one of the the gurus that uh, attack you love to be in the middle in touch and TRL uh, and our last topic for today will be a debate. It'll be TRL versus touch. Um, you might have some good uh, pointers being, being from a touch background. Uh, I might uh, try and combat you with some, some TRL while we're better, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah, look, we'll try and keep it civil. I know I'm on the back foot being on a TRL podcast, but um, I'm happy to just have a little chinwag about that and we'll see how we go. Especially when I can edit whatever I want, so <laughs> yeah, I can make like, you say t- TRL's the best if I really want to. Be like that Simpsons episode, sweet, sweet Ken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, always love to throw Simpsons references in. So let's see how many we can get, actually. Yeah. Maybe you can... We'll put them in as we yeah. go. All right. We'll get straight into Immortal Battle. Knock off the two um, contestants this week, I guess. Oh, call it Upset Battle. Wow. A big upset in the men's. All week we've... Uh, so we're talking about Nate and Dwayne, by the way, the, the West versus South Brizzy battle that we had from last week. We thought we were going to break the internet. But these guys came out uh, pretty slow, actually. Nate had the lead pretty much the whole week. Um, today, had a look at it about lunchtime. Nate was still in the lead probably by about 70 to 80. And then before 3 o'clock when it ended, Dwayne was up over 100 votes. Yeah, I don't know if they maybe got together there. Is that South Brizzy that ended up winning it or West? Which one won it? West won it. Yeah, as you can see, my knowledge of TRL is where I reckon maybe they got together and saved their votes to the end because it was like a, you said it was like a 100 vote swing. Yeah, Um, 200 actually. So Dwayne was 100 down and went to 100 up. Yeah, so I don't. Maybe there needs to be an investigation. I don't know. I feel sorry for Nate uh, being up that whole time, but just like in a game, you can be up and then they score right at the end and take it off you. I do think it was pretty crafty. I think he might have uh, planned this one, Dwayne. He gave him false hope, thinking that he's he's not going to win it. Um, And then Bane just last few hours before. Well, Nate's at work, maybe. Yeah. Got a few people in the door. Sounds very similar. Think you're going to get it. Think you're going to get it. You're doing all the groundwork, and then they uh, leave with someone else. Ah, that hurts. How many times that happened to you, mate? <laughs> Too many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zan. So, well done to Dwayne there. He's going through to the semifinals. Um, we've got um, Gemma and Amy in the girls. This one was pretty much a landslide for the whole week. And oh. I think probably 
it, well, you picked Amy at the start of the, uh, last week. Uh, shooketh. I can't believe it. Um, you know, I don't know Gemma at all, to be honest. But um, with Amy and just her personal profile around TRL, I thought this was, I thought the result would be the other way. But um, Gemma obviously has some uh, great supporters out there that got behind her. And the, the result is just an absolute blowout. 71% to Gemma, 29% to Amy. I don't know. Is it maybe she's not as as popular as we thought? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, I asked you. She's a good person. Well, I mean, you said she's a lovely girl. So, but it just seems that you know Gemma's got some support there, and now she's the uh, massive dark horse to take the whole thing out. Well, mate, there was almost thirty shares on this poll. Uh, I think a big chunk of them, over twenty, were going to Gemma. So she's obviously got a big backing in Rockhampton and Melbourne. Um, I saw shares from both both regions so mate, maybe that that's what you need to do Amy though has, has jumped around to almost every region so I don't know if she's ticked everyone off in those regions or if she's I don't know but yeah you know full credit to Gemma and she's on to the next round and you know Amy goes home and good luck to her that was probably the biggest upset so far it um, is but uh, we'll see how Gemma goes in the semi-finals she'll be up against one of these two people Beck Simo or Renee Crop. Well, uh, Simo, an old touch girl from way back in the day. Uh, I've known her for a very long time now and a uh, very talented girl and uh, she's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, well, uh, I've actually known Simo for a very long time as well. We went, we went to university together. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, when you were studying... Teaching. Yeah, right. Okay, that's you are a teacher, are you? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Crabapple, anyway. <laughs> 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 I know it's not a competition, but who? What, what year did you know her in? Oh goodness gracious! Two thousand and or maybe nine, ten around then. I think I met her. We at Cultural Carnival. I think we played together back then. Yeah. I think it would be pretty similar. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, she was actually two years ahead of me in uni, and I think I met her um, through an ex-girlfriend. Um, not with her anymore. No, obviously not. No, oh, that's right, Shelby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Shelby, yeah, 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 yeah. You're sitting in her study right now. Yeah, I oh, am. Yeah. Beautiful house too. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, we probably knew it at the same time. Yeah, old slippery Simo. They called her. Who called her that? <laughs> um, I don't know. Just apparently, <laughs> that's what people call. <laughs> slippery through the lines. Yeah, was a lot she was very, very elusive. Yep, very elusive. No, nah, she's uh, she's made the jump to TRL. She's actually been really good. Um, yep. Playing for whoever she plays for, every every time she plays, she's scoring tries. She's just had a kid and come back, and, and she's still playing. So good on Simo. Uh, love to have her around TRL. She's still around touch as well. Just um, just a sports freak, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mate, I'll, I'll, um, I'll speak about Renee. You probably don't know Renee much. Um, Renee is actually from Moreton Bay. Uh, she originated down there. She's been coming up to the sunny coast um, for the last maybe two or three seasons. She makes the big trip up just to play in the mixed comp up here. She also plays down there in the men's comp um, at, at Morton Bay at Petrie. <laughs> sorry, Obi. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That wasn't me squealing. That was his dog. Um, anyway, continue on. Yep. Um, so And she, she gives so much back to the game. Um, even down at Morton Bay, she sponsors... Um, she, on her own back she brings down um, $20 gift vouchers uh, and, and gives it to you know a player of the night um, she, she helps out refereeing um, you know just any any time like she's even venue managed like just anything you need from her she'll she'll put her hand up um, just the sort of person you want around TRL and she's been a massive help for us um, which is one of the good reasons she's in this immortal battle so um, yeah that's a bit of background about Renee Crop. yeah 
Well, no, she sounds like a great girl and you want those sort of people that are willing to just, you know, do things off their own back and help out where they can and, you know, wish her all the best. A little fun fact just quickly on Simo. She, um, they had this, like, bride race back in the day. Oh, was that? Well, yeah. At the races? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Dooman, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they had to wear the wedding dress and she, what was it? She won tickets to something, didn't they? And uh, that, she won a fair bit. I think yeah. it was a pretty good prize. Yeah, yeah, and she um, smoked everyone to win it. Yeah, she, uh, it was really funny. I was, yeah, I was at the races with, um, uh, not with her, other people and um, she she bought her joggers down. She's obviously a sprinter. Yeah. Um, she bought her joggers down. All the other brides are probably in heels or flat foots, yeah. you know, and she comes down with her, her waffles or whatever she has. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathy Freeman she would have won by 50 length. Yeah, yeah. No, so, um, yeah, a little fun fact for Simo. All, All right. right. Who else have we got? We've got... Josh. Oh, the boys. The boys. The you boys. missed it. We've got Jade and Vivi from Rockhampton and Josh Bidgood. Well, I've I've got a big bias here. Um, I've known Joshy Bidgood since he was about 10 and I was a little bit older and uh, we uh, grew up together playing primary school's touch and then through to high school and then we worked together with the NRL development um, before he moved on to start his own franchise with Billy's Buddies um, on the Sunshine Coast So, and that's going gangbusters for him um, yeah he's just a great bloke um, got a lot of time for Josh uh, great TRL player great skill but um, just a good person um, comes from a good family and yeah just one of those real good knockabout blokes yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Josh is one of the best. He's he's been around TRL longer than I have. He was he was refereeing here before I even came. I think he was even venue managing. Um, and yeah, just anytime you need him, he's he's always there. He uh, he referees twice a night for his players as well. Actually, absolute superstar of the game as well. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's been massive for the slots. Uh, he's been massive at Dirty Mo's, who are uh, the most capped team in, in TRL. They've, they've won the most premierships. So yeah, mate, Josh, Josh, he'd be good just just by his his um his attributes alone. His you know how well he plays, plus all the rest of it, mate. He'll he'll be hard to beat. So if uh, if anyone knows Josh, he'd be good. They're probably going to be voting for him. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Vivi, on the other hand, uh, he's massive up in Rockhampton, so he'll get a big following up there. He's pretty much running the show up there at the moment. He, yeah. He's venue managing, uh, you know, he's bringing in teams, he, he's talking to sponsors, things like that. But yeah, and he's been there for a long time. He's he's uh, an Australian player, plays at Queensland as well. Very, very handy on the field. Um, so, mate, this one's going to be another tight one. Just depends how, how good their backing is. Yeah, well, if you look at uh, Gemma with her support from Rocky in Melbourne, if if that's anything to go by, then Jaden could have a big following up there, especially if he runs the comp. It, it does sound like we've got a bit of, uh, you know, a few people listening up in Rockhampton. So if you are listening up in Rocky, get into Jaden. If you're, if you're down here in uh, the beautiful sunny coast, get around Joshy Bidgood. Um, but yeah. Um, also, mate, when you were talking about playing with Joshy Bigwood as uh, as a young fellow, I played with him. We've actually got a, a picture of yes. all, all of us together. Yeah, year uh, set. We were we were both in year seven, and he was in year five down at Glasshouse there. And yeah, they were good times. We got robbed in the semi final, but um, yeah, that's that's right. We have yeah, you were you had Mad Dog back then, weren't you? Mad, that's what, oh, yeah, Mad yeah. Dog. That, Call that, yourself Mad Dog. Yeah, that yeah. I didn't call myself. It comes from my daddy. That's his nickname from Touch. So right. I was sort of inherited it. And I um and I look like a little girl with my hair so <laughs> we uh we had it going on very good now you just act like a girl so yeah okay. oh, good. Uh, so good luck to Jaden vv josh b good beck simo and renee crop in this week's immortal battle make sure you get on and vote 
we'll move on to the region of focus. This week is sunny coast. We were we we're going to do Melbourne. Uh, we thought it'd be a good time to do Melbourne with uh, with Gemma coming off the back of that win. Um, yeah down there but uh, didn't get any info through from them yet hopefully you hear from them and we might do them next week um, we'd love to give them a shout out because they're only they're probably they're the newest TRL franchise around yeah. so yeah if uh, if you're listening Dylan give us a, an email mate and give us some info so we can give you a shout out but uh, yeah we'll do the sunny coast because obviously I've got the info for that uh, we'll do a really quick one mate we we started in 2015 at the sunny coast um, that was before my time uh, a year later uh, Shelby and I moved down from Rockhampton uh, we were we were pretty heavily involved up there with uh, with Dallin Harmsey doing the Rockhampton uh, tier up there so we came down I, I talked to Tommy the godfather I said mate if you if you have a job in TRL let me know and uh, and he said he said oh probably not at the moment two weeks later he gives me a call and said hey do you want to take over the sunny coast I went yep for sure got around it straight away had had maybe around 20 teams to start with um, and now now we're kicking off almost 60 teams I think we had 59 last season so yep. um, so going really good uh, we're loving it we, we wouldn't do anything um, different Shelby and I we, we're, um, we're here to stay in saying that a few few teams that have been here for, for longer than we have Dirty Moe's we, we talked about Joshy Big Good his team yep. um, Joshy doesn't captain anymore he's handed the reins over to, to Matty Goodenough but Joshy's always around there always helping get that team uh, sorted I think you even played for the Dirty Moe's yeah I did I've still I've still got their singlet so I'll, um, I'll look to wash that and give that back but yeah I had a little stint with the Moe's yeah. still not washed um, oh it's somewhere <laughs> I think it's I think it's stiff because it was under me bed. No, I'm joking. I have, I have yeah. been to your house and there's just clothes everywhere and, and just do not look under the bed. That's no one fun. of the rules. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That is a rule. Don't look under the bed. Um, mate, another shout out. There's, there's. I was just looking back um, mm. to the teams when we first started, and there's probably only four teams that are still around. Yeah. Um, Average Joe's is one of them. Uh, these guys started just at the Average Joes, then they put a mixed team in, they had Average Hoes. Yep. They then put in a, a second men's team called Average Bros. <laughs> yep. You can so see the theme. I, I, I think I'm getting it. Yeah, it rhymes with a certain words. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> now, now they've at, got. At their Calandra comp this season, the first time ever, they've got uh, a mixed B team called Average Slows. Oh, see, they should have said. Did you, have they been Average Moes yet? No. Oh, okay. See, they well, could be dirty mo's. Yeah. Oh, well, they could be flaming mo's. There's another Simpsons reference. Continue on. Anyway, yep. You beat him in the Simpsons yeah, references. I know. I know. I'll, I'll come out with some. So I'm concentrating too hard. I'm trying to do Mitchie's job. Yeah, I know. You're doing well, mate. Keep going. Thanks, mate. I'll keep going. Um, Wharf Wobblers, who aren't called Wharf Wobblers anymore. I think they're the, the Wharf Pirates or, or something like that. They've uh, had a change because, well, Wharf doesn't even exist anymore up here. They were our, our great sponsors. Yeah. They've changed to what? Uh, oh, James it, it, yeah, James Squires thing. Yeah, yeah. it's no longer. Fridays is Savvy, gone. Savvy Squires. Yeah, something like that. But, but I haven't um, been there yet. Yeah, Fridays. I tell you what, that had some memories. And uh, just backtracking the Immortal Battle, Simo would know a lot about Fridays. Cause, she? Yeah, she spent a bit of time there in a the time. Yeah. Yeah, little fun fact. But anyway, yeah. That's, a big, that's a big trek from, uh, from Brizzy. Oh, well, you know, she knew a few people on the coast and used to come up here and hang out. This is way back in the oh, day. Way, way back. Who's she up here? Oh, you <laughs> and 
nah, don't know. Um, just a couple of people from around the place. Yeah, okay. one little fella with hairy hands. Anyway, what else we got? Yep, I think I know the boat you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mate, we've got uh, Cardno is the other team, the fourth team that I noticed was started from when we were here anyway, when we started. They're still around, so good on Cardno and those boys. Um, mate, we, we do a dream team most weeks. We actually forgot to do it for Morton last week, so very very much apologies there. Um, we might chuck one up eventually. But um, a dream team for the sunny coast. Uh, I had a chat to you about this before the show. You knew a few of these people, so you threw a few out. So maybe you tell us the ones that you, you chose here. Yeah, well, we were, well, obvious one, Josh Be Good. That was uh, sort of a no-brainer, um, obviously, what we've already said. So he was uh, locked in. Um, and then we had Michaela O'Brien. So, Michaela, well done. You uh, made the dream team for the sunny coast. I've, I've known Michaela and her family for quite a while now. And um, although vocal... Uh, they're passionate with what they do and uh, she's a very good she was a good touch player and obviously a good TRL player and Oztag player uh, well, she's done everything. Yeah, well, we don't really talk about Oztag, do we? She's like saying Bill Williams. Yeah, well, you know, you could say that. You could, but we probably won't um, because Oztag is one of those sports that we can probably agree on. Anyway, who else is in this team? <laughs> we'll move on. Um, so that were the two halfbacks, actually. We've got Joshy as halfback and Kayla as 5'8". She's probably too slow to put anywhere else on the field, so mm-hmm. we chucked her in the middle. She's got great hands and can set up a try, so we chucked her in there. Uh, mate, Benny Keel, we've popped on the wing. He's he's a specialty winger. You, I wouldn't have him in front of uh, anybody, behind anybody else. Yeah. Very, very quick. Very quick, knows his role, good positional player, and, uh, yeah, has won a national title, so got to have him there. Absolutely. He's um he's my sort of prodigy. I, I took him under my wing uh, when he first came in. I think he was only about seventeen. Um, I said, "Mate, this guy's got wheels. He he does his job. He can finish a try. He's pretty much like Vinavalu in the corner." So, mate, yeah, and he's uh, he's actually made his Australian debut. <laughs> Vinavalu. You know how he scores those six Vinavalu. Who? It's Vunavalu. Yeah. Yeah, no, so he made yep. his Australian debut this year, Benny Keel, really, and yep. I don't think he'll be losing his spot anytime soon. Mm. He loves TRL. I think he plays four or five times a week. He, he's in every team. Everyone wants him. He's the quickest guy down there. Yep. Um, his his skills are developing as well. I've, I've often said that he's going to be the next um, Sean Johnson if he can start ball playing <laughs> a bit better. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. If he can start he's ball as, playing. He's as quick <laughs> and he's got great feet. Yep. His, uh, his ball playing skills are, are yet to be brushed up on. But, uh, mate, I'll, I'll take him on all So this still. dream team's got Sonny Bill and Sean Johnson <laughs> the likes. Wow. Very strong. You wouldn't know that you own this franchise. Anyway, who else we got? Mate, <laughs> um, hey, we've, uh, we've chopped Jessie Sills there. Uh, she, she got a mention there. We've, we've popped her on the wing, but that, it, she could probably make her way into the, the halves or oh, at least centre. She, pocket rocket. Oh, isn't she? she her wow. skills are phenomenal. Her, her hands, she, she's come from an AFL and a netball background, I believe. Right. So um, she doesn't drop a ball. No. Um, but she she also has really good vision as well. So she'll, just one of those players you don't, you sort of, oh, no, we can, we can you know, not mark up on her and then bang, she's gotten through, uh, set up a try. Her evasion skills are incredible. I, one of the games I played at Maruchi all that time, I played against her and, yeah, like you said, you sort of just go off going, oh, yeah, I've got you and before you know it, she's gone. And, um, yeah, she's very elusive, little whippet. She's uh, been a sloth for a long time as well, actually. She, uh, she's missed a few comps, but she's, she's a sloth from way back. Um, so, hopefully she sticks around TRL and she sticks in this dream team. Uh, who else? Oh, we've got Britt Irvine. So, 
we, she was always going to be in. She, I've, I've been saying her for the last few weeks. She's one of the best uh, on the coast at the moment. I, I think I gave her a shout out maybe three or four weeks ago. Just her, her knowledge of the game, um, her, her setup skills, not the quickest, but her hands as well. And, and her defense is the other thing. She just solid as, you can't get around her, knows exactly what she's doing, plays her role really well. Uh, so, Britt Irvine, I've chucked her in the centers. Yep, beautiful. And the last two? Last two. Oh, yes, of course. We've got. Ollie Lane, yep. Mr. TRL, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's in everything. He's he's the mixed captain. Um, he, he takes care of everything for us, makes my job so easy. Um, he he directs well. He's, he's getting slower as he's, every injury he gets. He, he yep. blows his knee out every couple of weeks. and uh, But, mate, it, it, um, it only makes his, his setup skills better and his organisational skills on the field. He, there's a lot of uh, little fires he has to put out in those mixed teams. There's a bit of bickering going on. But, mate, he does a really good job. So, Ollie's right in there. He's probably co-captain with Joshy, I would say, in yep. this dream team. Beautiful. And, mate, Matty Goodenough, we've got there at fullback. He's good enough. He's, he's good enough to be <laughs> at <welcome>. fullback. Because <laughs> <laughs> his last name's good enough. Anyway, yep. I got it. Yeah, yeah, but people at home might. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got him at fullback only because, mate, he, he chimes in whenever he needs. So he normally plays off the back of Joshy Big Good with um, Dirty Mose. Joshy normally takes control of most of the game but then Matty comes in and, and just does his thing he's got a great little kicking game on him mm-hmm. um, so every time he gets the ball you have to watch out for him um, Just he's an all around good bloke just really nice bloke never wouldn't have a bad word to say about anyone he referees two, two, not, two times a night probably four times a week he's uh, a solid shoe in in this team beautiful and I believe so that's the dream team the sunny coast dream team I um I I'm not going to say I feel like I've been robbed, but I believe I played probably like three or four games at the at the sunny coast. But um, that's all right. It's all right. Mate, if, if you stick around and start refereeing for us, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that how you do it? Yeah, right. No, I'm not much of a referee. Um, but, you know, maybe next year I'll have a crack at it. Right. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Ben. <laughs> uh, mate, so almost finished our region of focus. I'll, I'll give a few... Um, shouts to teams to beat we've obviously already said Dirty Mo's they're, they're, um, they've got the most premierships at the moment yeah. on five Tropics just behind them We uh, that's my team the Tropics we've uh, we've got four under our belts now just beating the Dirty Mo's um, a couple of weeks ago in the grand final so we got to four one more to go to even uh, the Coasters they're always up there they're, they're a great mixed team that's um, Sully and his, yep. and his boys and girls uh, Britt Irvine's in that one as well Jessie's in that as well isn't she which one Jessie Sills is she in that yeah she yeah, normally she makes is. appearances yeah, yep. in there yep yep, yep. Um, so very very hard team to beat. They dusted my shaken back team a couple of weeks ago, and I think they've got the most premierships and mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and mate, red hot chili steppers are just absolutely unbeatable at the moment. I know you're giggling about this I name. I love that name. You've never um, heard it. No, never heard it. I've heard of the oh, red hot chili peppers, but not the steppers. I reckon there's, there'd be five TRL teams called this yeah, across right. Brisbane. Yeah, well, good on those five teams. They're now my favourites. So <laughs> it's all about using unique names. Love a good pun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, red hot chili steppers. They have they've won the last four at Calandra so um, they're going for five this season there's a few there's a very tough comp this season at Calandra so um, I don't know if they'll get number five but who knows hey they're they're right up there they'll have give it a crack 
Right, and we'll finish off with, with our great sponsors. We've got Pete Sims Electrical. He's always there, sponsoring the slots uh, every single time. That's twice a year. And we've just got Inside Out Security. They've jumped on board. Uh, they sponsor our footies. You'll see their logo all over mm-hmm. the footies. Um, Brendan Neal from um, Can't Touch This. Great bloke. He's uh, he sorted that one out. So thanks, guys. All right, we'll move on. All right, let's go. What are we What are we getting on to now, Ben? Mate, we will have a talk maybe about attacking players in TRL. Yeah. I thought I'd use your your knowledge. Um, you, you're obviously a good attacking player in in touch footy. Pretty good in TRL. You're learning the rules, mate, as you go. Yeah, no, I've I've learned some of the rules. So yeah, I feel like I know the ones I need to know. Yeah, you're probably um, you've probably got the best stats of any sloth out there at the moment. Yeah. What are your stats? Tell, um, tell me all the time. What are they? Yeah, do I? Um, so I've played two national tournaments um, and only lost twice. One was a grand final in the mix the first year and then uh, we lost last year in a round game in the men's. Um, but then we went on to win the GF, which was pretty good. Um, last week, like I mentioned, couldn't play nationals this year. It was a bit filthy about that. It would have been good to try and go back to back. But uh, yeah, no, I've yeah have had a little bit of success with the RTRL. Yeah. Good on you, mate. It's the players around you, though, that make you who you are. We we obviously missed you at the the last Oz Champs going down in that semi final. I think yeah. a little bit more firepower, we probably would have had it. Yeah, yeah a bit more direction. Yeah, I was a bit shocked by that after seeing you know the games on the Friday night. But um, you know there was a lot of quality opposition and nationals. They're they're never easy to win. So, but that's all right. We'll uh, hopefully maybe next year have another crack at it. Yeah, well, the comp is getting harder every year. And uh, we, we probably went in a bit easy. I don't think we trained. I think our mm. first training was half an hour before the game. But, uh, yeah, so it just goes to show it doesn't matter who your team is. If you don't train, you're Coming under the it. pump. That's right. Um, so, mate, talk us through. In, in um, obviously, a little bit different between touch and TRL uh, with the different rules, especially where the player with the ball can't initiate a touch. Mm-hmm. How do you get around this? How do you how do you set up attacking plays in TRL when you can't touch the defence? I just feel like you've got to use the ball. You've got to keep using the ball, turning the play under and making the defence turn their hips. So um, if you can get them chasing out and, and having to chase out hard and then cutting back under and using the pill and just... Uh, playing expansive, I think, is the way to go with TRL. Um, you sort of, yeah, you can't set up for that sort of quick dump and stuff like that, like you can in touch football. Um, but yeah, just using the ball, making the defenders chase out hard, go back against the grain, and then when that switcher comes back, straightening up, punching in that hole, looking to then run shape and the four on three from there. Yeah, and, and from memory, the, when we won that that Oz champs down at Redcliffe, uh, that's pretty much all we did. We mm. just we just ran as hard as we could. The middle took the other uh, middle on. The the link came back. I'm, I'm talking touch terms again. I should be... Uh, yeah, the centre, whatever it is. Center, yeah, yeah. The, the halfback switches with the centre. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we just kept recycling. So we, the halfback switch with the centre, throw it back to the other centre, uh, halfback, the 5'8". They'd do the same on the other side until the defence just pretty much fall over. They, they can't keep going back and forward. And um, so, yeah, pretty much exactly what you're saying. But I will add on to that. When those people are running those those hard switches or the, or the hard A's where bounce out on the outside, it's the off-the-ball work that really counts because... Mm. If you do a really, really good switch and come back and you've got you've got your four on three overlap, it doesn't matter if, if your whole team is standing flat or if they're not doing anything because yeah. you, you've got no options there. So it's that off the ball work. Yeah, definitely. And I think you've got to hit your holes. Um, you know, we talk about a lot in touch that the links stay out until you have to switch. Um, I see that a bit in TRL where you'll sort of take a guy on the out 
and haven't beat, and then the link switches back in when if they stay wide, the link, the defending centre or whatever bites in, you hit that short ball or cut out or you score yourself. Um, so I think that's the big thing, yeah, if you're switching off it or running that expansive play is to bang your holes and then that will create opportunities on the outside or even if they're hitting hard, you can put that little grubber kick in behind. And um, yeah, I know you love a grubber. Yeah, I do. As if anyone, those three people that listened last week um, would know that I don't like the short kicks, um, but they can be useful. Um, and I think also on rucking, um, if you recycle the ball, well look for that second pass option play it and then come back the other way that's also what we did pretty well we ran when we had to but we also saved our legs by recycling the ball taking it wide dishing it back on the inside and making the defense keep pushing up on us i think that can really help you rolling into the line as well yeah definitely and and that was that was pretty much our motto our our motto was uh, reload and recycle so throw the ball around and get back on side so you're you're ready to hit a hole and it seemed to work that that's uh Oz champs time but uh, didn't work too well this time without you we probably needed that guidance yeah and I think it also helps if you've got blokes with footwork you know Bean Lee won the nationals this year if I'm correct is that right you know and they've got some of the best guys with footwork in the comp you know so um, sometimes if you've got those sort of talented players it, they sort of do it on their own their footwork does on their own so but if you don't have those guys that have that electric footwork or girls sorry as I should say because you know mixed gender and all that jazz um um, then yeah, using the ball and just creating those sort of overlaps and stuff is where you'll get them. Let's uh, let's talk about when you do get a quick play of the ball. What, what do you what do you sort of look into run on the back of if if you've you've got the defence out to the eight, yeah. you, you've got a quick play of the ball. Dummy half picks up. What what do you uh, sort of go to from there? Um, it's I always look for where their hips are. If you can square a defender up and get them sort of flat-footed, then you can take them on and you can go. Um, you know, I sort of like to sort of jump and prop, and then if they prop, then I'm gone, or I'll crack back inside and then, you know, look to throw long. Um, so I think it's all about, yeah, if you can get them stationary and planted their feet, yep. then you're going to get them. Um, but, or if you take them on, then, you know, their hips are, when I, yeah, their hips are turned, they're chasing on the out, then you can either try and burn them with pace or turn it back on the inside and then go against the grain. Um, And just looking up and seeing your options. So, you know, I've known that I always sort of throw long first where, you know, if you look short, that could be the easy option. So look short first and tick your boxes off before just throwing long and going from there. Throwing short doesn't look as good though. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And, you know, no one wants to come here to see people throw short balls. Yeah, no, go to Oztag for that. (laughs) Sorry, I'll say. Oh, look, I'm not sorry. There won't be anyone listening from us. Anyway, there might be a couple that play, but it's just you know, so what? You can put your hip to there. I just terrible. Like you think I don't like TRL? Christ, <laughs> you love TRL? No, I do. Hey, that's why I'm here. Second week in a row. Exactly. Yeah, I'm wearing the Tango Romeo Lingo shirt now. <laughs> Lima, Lingo, Lama. What is it? Lima. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right. Ah, uh, all right. And we're probably going to move on to our last topic mate we've got a we've got a little bit of a TRL versus touch debate mm-hmm. um, obviously my background in TRL versus your background in touch we've we've both played both sports so yeah. we, we won't make it uh, you know a, a, this we is a better happy. sports better yeah. um, just a few things that might be better in each each sport or uh, what works well so uh, I'll let you kick it off mate what why do you like touch why do you think touch well what aspect of touch 
do you think trumps TRL? Um, I just uh, I just think when it's it's quicker, it's obvious. Like, well, that's probably good and bad. Like sometimes it's better when it's a bit slower in TRL, you, a bit easier to defend and stuff. But I just think touch, it, you can create more opportunities in attack, especially with that quick dump and um, especially those guys with the footwork and stuff can use it a bit more um where in trl you can get bogged down a little bit and and if you're not if the defenses are moving up and you're just sort of going side to side it becomes very stale and you're sort of just trying to see how you can create it um in saying that though on the flip side i think touch has become a bit stale especially in the higher levels with they just sort of run the same plays over and over again robotic yeah robotic but um but their high level plays and how they manipulate the defense. And if you make it on, I, I feel like it's a bit more technical touch. Um, if I make it on this defender, then you split this way. I run here, you hit this hole. And when you see it run well, it is, it, it is very impressive, but I feel like that, um, that's all it is now. It's just the same, that passive line or the sweet play. Um, and we've lost a bit of that sort of uh, spontaneity. Good work. Yeah, thank you. Did you write that one yeah, down for yeah, you? Yeah, I did. It's written on my hand. Um, it in. Lenny, spell it. White, Carl Black. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah, so that's probably the first thing for why I think touch is why I prefer touch over TRL. It's just, although it can be a bit structured and robotic, that you, it, you can just manipulate and do a few more better plays yeah yeah no, I completely agree with all of those points um, watching watching touch footy I sort of got sick of it. it you literally almost see the same play every time they get to the line it's you know that, that trail sweep or you know there's probably one or two two moves that they do constantly and yeah you're right it, it just becomes robotic and you do see it. there's this very high level very elite touch they they train bloody three times a week my sister is just always doing something with touch well if we're gonna on your sister let's not no, let's not no, do no, anything we, on my sister no no we're gonna shout out no oh, no no <laughs> come on well, mate last week wow got your defence up early no well, I was last just week. Like, yeah last week that was different because you mentioned it I didn't go skinny dipping with your sister <laughs> uh, um, no just a quick shout out to her she was actually the Dallium touch player of the year this year um, and I actually do a lot of gym with her and when I introduce her to people I say she's probably the one of the best touch players in Australia at the moment for the women's game so shout out to uh, Hayley there um, th- th- she is easily the best Matic oh yeah 100% oh, like, you can't, can't you can't yeah. argue that oh, but, oh yeah yeah but yeah so yeah I'm that's close second though I mean, yeah um, well I was going to say your brother but um, he, did he play in the Nationals this year at, with the Sloss or not? I don't believe so. He didn't. Okay. Yeah, right. He was supposed to. Oh, right. Because I just, you know, I did see his name on the, uh, on, the, on the team sheet and I just didn't see him there. Sorry, everyone. I was told to say that. Anyway, TRL. Why do you like TRL? Um, yeah, okay. So the, the main one we'll say is, is kicking. Mm. Obviously, you can kick in TRL. You can't in touch. It's, it's a different aspect um, to the game. You know, it, you've got to be thinking about, you know, who you're defending. Plus, you've got to think about who's going to kick it. So it's sort of, I think it makes you um, a bit more aware uh, of the game. You've got to be looking at a few different things. Um, and it's, it's really good, the kicking style for you know old old rugby league tragics that you know don't play footy anymore yeah they, you know they they gave up for you know because they're too old or too injured like myself yeah um and just love kicking it and love love that sort of rugby league style play rather yeah. than the robotic touch 
Yeah, I do agree that, the, like, especially when you've come from touch and you play TRL, especially on the line of fence and they kick it, it take, catches you off guard because you're not used to it. I, I enjoy the bombs. Um, I think that's that's a positive about it is, you know, being able to put up those bombs and either you see someone put up a mad torpy and you go, oh, how good's that? And then, like, seeing people take them as well. Like, that was probably one thing that impressed me, you know, the year I played. Like, you'd put up these absolute scorches and then people just swallow them. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, all right, I'll just go... Yeah. Um, yeah, I was about to say. Sub. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll just go sub. Um, I think where TRL can be better, um, but I, yeah, so, so just on your point, yeah, the kicking I do agree with. It's it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, it, well, to a degree. You don't like your team kicking? No, no I just don't like when you, you become like kick, kick happy. Yeah, I like kick hot kickoffs and when it's on like sometimes you see I think in the nationals for you guys a couple of times a few players did the unnecessary kick for no one and you sort of have to question why kick it when it's on tackle two tackle three let's look to play the set yeah well did well it didn't work it also um, just quickly yep. it also keeps them honest it keeps their wingers dropping back so when when you do want to run it you know their wingers are probably out of position just yeah, yeah it's all tactical. yeah you need to hold on to the ball as well and tire them out do you have any more points on TRL so the social aspect of TRL I think is, mm-hmm. is a lot higher I believe um, you know you come down to TRL uh, compared to going down to touch, oh, you know, you come down to, to just have a great time with your mates. Like, especially at the sunny coast here, we, we barely have any any complaining. You know, not many teams uh, blowing up at refs and things like that. You know, they have little things to say, mm. but they're pretty much there to have fun time, kick a footy around, get fit, yeah. be social. Whereas then you get down to touch and, like, everything's just so serious. Like, people, like, want to kill each other after the games. And like, not that that doesn't happen in TRL. There's always, you know, there's scuffles and stuff, but... Just, just from um, you know, if you stand back and have a look, I think TRL is a lot more social, whereas Touch is a lot more elite. Maybe we'll say. Yeah, you you do have more sort of higher ended local comps with Touch Footy. There is still that social aspect though, but I do agree with the TRL. You know, just being more fun loving, unless it's South versus West, and then that's a whole different ball game. On. Yep. So I remembered my point. So I feel like TRL can have a bit more professionalism around their sort of state of origin, World Cup, um, national type things. Um, looking at it from a Touch background, how the World Cup's the pinnacle every four years, like the rugby league and stuff, um, where they run it every year, and then the origins on before nationals. And I sort of think, well, how can you pick a Queensland, New South Wales sides before nationals when you could have different players that could maybe earn themselves a jersey or whatnot? Um, Good point. I feel like that could be done better. Um, not saying it has to follow Touch's um, model, but I I do like how the World Cup is more competitive. You know, we had PNG making the final a couple of years ago, and you know, England and these guys are more competitive. We're in so touch it's football. Not just Australia, New Zealand. That's right. Touch, touch football, football is Australia, New Zealand, and daylight second, uh, third. Sorry, um, but I think the state of origin could be a little bit better. Um, I don't know how they want to do that or how they go about it, but I just feel like that could be a bit more professional. And you know, the three games on the one day, and you play the last game at nine o'clock. I just. I feel like there could be a bit more prestige around that. Yeah, and uh, I think there's a lot of chat around that, building up, um, you know, playing for your, your state or your country. Uh, and, and you will see, I think, in, in the coming years that it, it will be a lot more prestigious to, yeah. to throw that jersey on. Uh, World Cup, I can tell you that uh, we're going to once every two years after yeah. after 
2020. So I think we'll have one in 2020. And I believe the next one will be in 22. But yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know. What was going with that? I don't know. I feel like you should just say, good point, Tyson, and it we'll look to change it. it. Yeah. Um, good point, Tyson. <clears throat> thank you. Look, I had a lot of other points here about different things than that, but I feel like we are... Um, you know, we covered it pretty well. Um, it pretty was civil. It was, it was. No one got harmed in the making of this podcast, except when your dog jumped on me and almost tore my leg off. But besides that, I feel like, um, yeah, we uh, got some fair points out there. I, I want to go... I had, I had a point here. You didn't let me get my last point. Okay, go on. Do it. Last one, because we're at 40 minutes. I don't want to lose those three followers. I'll edit it down. I'll okay. just take everything you said out. <laughs> yeah, just for you talking to yourself. All right. Um, so, I had... Tyrell doesn't get as bogged down on the line as touch. So, you know how yeah. you touch footy, you'll yeah. see... You'll get, they'll get up to the line, and then you'll get a player try to suck someone out outside the five, outside the eight or seven, mm. I think it is now. And the game just stops for a good... 10 seconds and, and yeah. everyone's like come on do something and, and it'll happen every touch they'll, they'll take the touch they won't get a trial a good enough shot so then they'll do it again they'll suck back out and you know you, you don't see much happen for maybe a good 30 seconds sometimes yeah definitely when you get those sort of style of players that are that middle middle and just want to run the middles um, yeah I agree it just sort of comes to a halt um and yeah, that that is that becomes a bit stale. Um, if they sort of attack off that first one or second one, then you do see some brilliant footwork. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, when you see that, you're just like nothing's happening. And half the time, they throw a forward pass to the guy that's right next to them um, when they're trying to set up. So yeah, that's that's probably something that uh, yeah, touch could be better at. Yeah, for sure. Um, can I can I do one more? <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll just sit here. Um, I think uh, TRL being franchised out, so mm-hmm. you know the Sunny Coast franchise, you know, South Brizzy, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, compared to Touch, where it's just the non-profit organisation. Yeah. Um, you know, you have someone appointed that, that runs the show. I believe I think that's being a franchise. You know, the pe- the people running it. You know, it's their it's their job. It's their their livelihood basically to to put everything they can into their competitions to make it as as good for the players as they can. Yep. Uh, so basically, they'll they'll do anything they can to to make it better for the people playing. Um, I know I know touch. You know, still do stuff to make it as fun as they can. I just yep. think being a franchise, you basically need to do it to to succeed. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like there's. Uh like, you know, when you talk about, like, the West and South and stuff like that, like, there's probably a bit more passion um, for their clubs. I know, you know, in Brisbane, you know, with the Rebel uh, – uh, the crushes, sorry, out at Redlands and stuff with Touch Football Sense, you know, they're, they're a big club and they're passionate about their juniors and whatnot. And I feel like it's a little bit different where there are more juniors and different competitions in Touch Football than there is the TRL. Um but yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it's your livelihood is what you pretty much. It's not just a, a job for you. It's something that you've got to sort of build and 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 keep going and having the right people in those positions to help make the franchise um, blossom into what it is. Yeah. So I just I just think that's that's one little thing that that sort of drives Tyrrell and I think that's why Tyrrell in the future will, will keep taking off because they're they're there for the players basically. Yeah. Um. And and yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, we can both agree that they're better than Oztag. We can. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, I reckon that's a, that's a fair way to end it. <laughs> 
Alrighty, that'll do us. Um, Tyson Bruff, thanks you very much for filling in for Ben Manick and Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, um, who wasn't here. Yeah, Mitch wasn't here. Yeah, he uh, is going to be a dad. He's not having the baby. His wife will be. Um, so all the best to him. I hope the baby and Bub are nice and healthy and happy and um, I'm sure he'll be back in the uh, coming weeks. Yeah, you should see Mitchy here next uh, next week I think he'll be back depending on his dad duties if he can sneak away for an hour yep um, fingers crossed thank you Maria um, but uh, I think that'll do it for us mate so thank too you easy. very much for standing in and um, hopefully we won't have you on the show again yep too easy I enjoy my time here on uh, Tangled Ru- <laughs> Tangled R- Ruko and L- Leslie <laughs> oh, well, thanks mate bye everybody